0: Time for the Magpie 24 7 podcast with your hosts, Kyle Thompson and Paul Rudder. <laughs> discussing all things Newcastle United passionate unfiltered, passionate, unfiltered, and totally black and white by fans for fans. <laughs>
1: What's happening, everyone? It's Kyle for the Magpie Twenty Four Seven Podcast, and I'm here with Paul. Sadly, we did have a guest lined up, but uh, Owen Owen had prior commitments. I haven't heard from him today, but he will be on a he will be on a later podcast. Owen from NUFc Cloud or or Magpie Centre, formerly of, um, and he has to come on. We wanted him to come on, but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened, Owen. <laughs> but um, yeah, he'll be on a later podcast. But um, to the to the task at hand now, Paul, and we have went back to normal back to normal not in terms of Covid but in terms of Newcastle United we've had one nice little blip a nice win against Everton we had a nice podcast about that and um, yeah we're back to normal mate. back to the same old Bruce shit as Newcastle fall five losses in a road home now Yeah. They won Crystal Palace, Goodness, what's, your initial, what's your
0: initial thoughts? Well, it was the El Clasico, wasn't it? The Dinosaur Jurassic El Clasico last night. Um, and it's typical Newcastle, we get the victory, everybody is like high as a kite, walking around, strutting about, strutting the stuff in a great mood. You're thinking, I'm look, actually actually looking forward to a game yeah. of football. Uh, and then it's typical Newcastle, ruin your week early on. And um, I was gutted. Um I felt that we were the better side last night. There's no way that anybody can tell me that they deserve Crystal Palace um, with the Hodgson, you know, the Hodgson Rex deserved to get the win last night. I felt a draw would have been harsh, uh, you know, on us really. But it's the old adage, if you don't make your chances pay, mate, it's going to come and bite you in the arse. And what we did down to them when we, you know, we used some of that good old fashioned Bruce look, we shit out them down there, didn't we? With two goals in two minutes from is, Wilson yeah, right. and Joe Linden, who got a goal and an assist in that game. We, like I said, we shit out them down there. They've shit housed us up, here. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, I was gutted because yesterday I've talked about it before uh, in the uh, view from the van. We need at least five, if not six, wins to be able to guarantee Premier League safety. That was an opportunity last night. It's an opportunity that's passed and it puts pressure now on a Southampton game and they are going to be absolutely uh, not even spitting blood, shitting blood um, because they will be hurting, hurting really bad and they're a good team. They play some good football. So it puts added pressure onto this this weekend's game. I think even a point yesterday after three points uh, previously would have been great. Although we've, you know, we upped the possession. We upped the shots. Uh, we played again, probably further up the pitch than we ever have before. It's typical the first time that Steve Bruce gets a lot of possession, and he was saying, "Well, I told you so. I told you it wasn't. A, it wasn't all about possession." But as soon as we do get high possession, I think it was sixty-one percent last night, we don't win. Yet we've we've won games when we've had like fifteen percent possession. It is absolutely yeah. crazy, but. Um, I think the main feeling after last night is just disappointment because it was there for the taking, mate. The, well,
1: it was
0: definitely there.
1: Yeah, it was. And you touched on it just there briefly, um, that I was looking forward to this. I, I was. I was like, I'm looking forward to a game of football. I couldn't believe it. I forgot what it felt like to look forward to a game of football, mate. I really did. Um, I, I,
0: felt was, like I, was, I felt like I was back in the mid, uh, mid to late 90s. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I thought, I, thought honest, I seen the team, i seen it was staying the same as the diamond formation that they played against Everton and I was like, yes, Bruce isn't taking the piss. He's, well, very, <laughs> well. <laughs> I, was, I was so optimistic, let's just say. I was thinking, Bruce isn't taking the piss. Bruce isn't um, going to be uh, putting his shit on the team today and, um, yeah, we'll be playing the diamond formation and everything will be hunky-dory, we'll get chances. And um, i seen the team, I was happy with the team as good as it could be, I think obviously um, Hendrick and Shelby playing again. I think
0: yeah. So there, there, was, there was one question mark for me, mate. There was one question mark about that team, uh, and we've said it, and we've we've suggested, and we've nudged, and we winked, and all that sort of thing. I still think as good as of a job that Dallo's done. I still think and maintain, especially with LaSalle's out being a leadership figure, with the extra. Um, it's the sort of extra awe about him and the, the extra amount of respect and um, gravitas that he has. I'd have had Dubravka in goal last night. Yeah. Um, I, I must admit, a little bit of me, every time I see John Joe Shelby as Newcastle United captain, a little yeah. bit of me inside dies, I must admit. Yeah. It, it it leaves an awful taste. He's not a captain. Uh, I just feel as if we missed LaSalle's... I don't think LaSalle's has had a cracking uh, champagne season but he has a a respectability and a leadership quality about him. Just looking at him, you can tell that he's a leader and he tries to lead by example and he's trying to represent the club. I get the same sort of feeling with Tabrafka. I don't get the same feeling with Shelby. I get a little bit of, oh God, he's fucking playing again. Um, But I I just don't get that he's that leader. I don't think he's got that inner core ability. That he can lead this team So yeah, I'd, I'd have played Dubravka last night I really would have And I know a lot of people will be shouting out "Yeah, mad bastard and he's done nothing wrong And he hasn't Darlow really hasn't done anything wrong And I don't hold him really that responsible For the goals we conceded last night mate. But uh, from a leadership perspective And um, a manliness and a confidence in the leaders on the pitch I feel a lot, lot better with Martin Dubravka in the goals uh, and I, pro- I might have given him the, the captain's armband last night because shelby's a waste it's a waste of it
1: yeah i, I mean i agree but it's not just that man i think Debravka's the better goalkeeper as well and there's they're unconfirmed but there's rumors going around that bruce and de yes another player might have had another bust up um where de has said if i'm not getting games by the end of the season, I'm aware. That's unconfirmed. I'm not in the know or anything like that. I've just seen people on, on Twitter who knows and who knows of someone who knows of someone. Take it with what you will probably rather assume it's false. But on the off chance it is true and Dubravka might be unhappy. You need to make that need to make Debravka happy. And I'm sorry, but if yep. Debravka left to play Darlo who to be honest, De Bravko was brought in because Diallo wasn't playing well in any way in the Premier League. Um, I think it'd be a bit of a slap in the face. I know, yeah. I know, Dolo's had an amazing season, and it's a, it's like a hard bullet debate regarding dolo But he's a good number two for me. Like he's good, uh, Diallo, but it's not quite good enough to match the Bravko. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know what? You know how um, highly I think that Dubrovka, I think he's the best goalkeepers in Shea given, and I yeah. think he should be. He should be between the sticks. Like Darlow is a, is a good goalkeeper. He's like he's like the he's like the next generation of Steve Harper. A fantastic number two. Yeah. He's not the permanent number one, and I wouldn't be sitting Dubravka on a bench from now. Um, it is a bit of no. pill to swallow because of how good of a season he's had. But yeah, he's um, just, just
0: got a better, better command, doesn't he? He's got a better command of the box, and yeah. I would say that if you, well, if, if you were wanting, if you were wanting to be led by Dubravka or John Joe Shelby, I think you choose Dubravka all of the time. You know, I, I, I really, mm. really, really do. And as for in the nose, mate, we all know that the best in your nose work for KFC, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> oh, you <talking> have <laughs> got to be mopping the toilets out to be able to to claim to be an in the know. Some of these accounts, mate. Honestly, I've seen, uh, I I think, made was, um, I think it
1: was. I think it was Aston Villa. We got beat off, and uh, he tweeted out, "Um, oh, I'll write a letter to the board for you." And it's like, what's are they going to listen to? What KFC employee like? I was thinking, jog on, mate. But um, I tell, I tell not, you something I in, in, a, in, a
0: separate, in a bit of separate uh, in the know news. Do you remember um, Colin? Colin uh, was it uh, C-W-A-R-R-O-7 one of the oh, original in, oh, in the nose yeah. yeah he actually it was posted by somebody else on Twitter uh, and, and picked up by quite a, a lot of other people uh, that he'd sadly passed unfortunately uh, and yeah. you know both ourselves uh, have had um, r- run-ins in the best possible way with him but yeah that even that that that's been on uh, on social media recently, so that was a bit of a bit of a bolt from yeah, the I Yeah, must admit, I, I wondered where he'd he gone to because you look at some of these accounts, and you know, you don't take whatever they say deadly seriously. Some of it's funny. I mean, look at the money, Mike Ashley stuff um, well, that really we've nice. had over the months. Absolutely, it, it's it's hilarious. You've got to take away a pinch of salt. Salt. It's a bit like a pantomime. Um, and the banter and some of the comments and stuff like that is 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 quite is quite funny. But yeah, um, when people who are working for KFC pretend to be in the know and are writing letters to the Premier League and and that sort of thing, you might be asking if he fancies having uh, gravy or bean side. You never know. Of <laughs> course, law. But no, in, in all seriousness, me um,
1: condolences to the family of uh, yeah Colin and stuff, and may he rest in peace. I know we've had more will run into that, but. Obviously it's sad news to hear that he's passing. Yeah, away.
0: we had some good um, good uh, good banter and back and forth stuff during the day. And I think you, you try and concentrate when you hear bad news like that, you try and concentrate on the good times, the good memories and uh, and and the laughs and and when people, you know, when you've made little comments and he's had little comments back and stuff like that. Obviously, we didn't know him personally, but got to know him quite well over social media and stuff like that. But yeah, it's always sad when you're hearing and seeing something like that and uh yeah, obviously thoughts to go out to the family and the friends and everybody else, mate. Yeah,
1: well, uh, we'll get cracking into this match, Paul. And
0: yeah, as fun it's, as it's going to be.
1: <laughs> as fun as it's going to be, but it started really f- been well. I was thinking, Christ, after uh, after 90 seconds, I was thinking Graham Jones was the second coming of Christ. <laughs> but um, the ball goes out of all people that like we've already given shit already, and I'm going to win this podcast. Uh, John Joe Shelby falls to him on the edge of the box, and to be fair to him, it was the one thing he did in this game, Paul, but it was excellently took. We'll go one nil up, and I felt I felt great. I thought we we're gonna obliterate them. I thought that was just like it it was starting to like because I seen man, you were three-nil up after 15 minutes. I was thinking, right, let's try and keep up with them. Do you know what I was getting a bit <laughs> of, I was getting ahead of myself, people. I know I'm we'll fully aware ahead. of that at the time, but um now, I will go 1-0 up and I was buzzing with it, mate. And then we're applying pressure again, we're winning the ball in midfield and that. I was really happy with the goal and we're, we're applying pressure and stuff uh, for the first couple of minutes after the goal. But I noticed I noticed um, Jones, um, I noticed a tweet from I think it was, I'm not sure who it was on Twitter, but um, it was a journalist who says Jones was in the stands. So it wasn't Jones on the touchline, it was actually just Bruce. And, um, yeah, the ego
0: has landed a
1: bit disappointing. I was going to cover this a mm. bit more after we covered the game, um, regarding the Jones versus well, it's not Jones versus Bruce, but it's a case of it's just really a case of an ego, isn't it? And it's uh, it's very it's very poor form from Bruce, but, um, a couple of minutes after the goal, mate, we're We'll Start sitting back again, the same shit. every time we take the lead, mate. We we'll sit back and sit back as if there's 10 seconds to go and we've got to hold on to the final whistle. We just are 15 minutes in, and lo and behold, Crystal Palace equalize. Um, very poorly defended. Um, it goes out to um, who scored for the man, uh, Roger Weld or something, something like that. Oh, um, and Hendrick just, Hendrick just flipping looks at him. He doesn't charge him down and out. He just lifts him. <clears> and Hendrick got a lot of praise in the last game. But, oh, my God, mate. It's just it, one swan does not make a summer. Absolute shit, man. This, defense, this, this nah, defensive he, position. He blew, yeah,
0: he blew a load. He blew, load. He blew load against Everton, mate. He was fucking shocked for the entire 90 minutes. But you're quite correct. Awful. Um, And, and talking about blowing loads, I, I was actually worried. When we scored that early, I'm sitting there thinking, you just know Steve Bruce. They pant of Steve Bruce. And I was like, and I said, I was sitting there talking to the telly. This is how much it stresses me out. I'm like, don't you dare sit back. I was like, don't you dare use this as an excuse to sit back for 90 minutes and try and soak shit up. I was like, I was literally screaming at the TV. I was like, yeah, fantastic hit, fantastic goal. He he was more in the area that I think John Joe is going to be effective, will be effective at that edge of the box fantastic uh, technique to be able to get the goal um, <laughs> but that's as good as good as it got but I was worried mate that we would sit back and invite these lot on and give them a bit of pressure this is a team that didn't travel I think it lost four in a row on, on the road it had was- been very very shaky away uh, but then you're quite right Hendricks was dog shite absolutely dog shite all fucking 90 but it didn't cover himself in glory over this goal. Yes, it was a it was a It was a beauty of of a strike, but goodness me, man.
1: The it oh. just the lack, the just lack of awareness to close down, mate. Yeah. If he touches that, down, that goal does not happen, and he'd be getting praised by now if he had it done for the block, but he doesn't. He's very lazy with it. New he, energy. Yeah. Goes in the net. It's one-one, and then literally four minutes later, I make the score again from a corner. It's very poor corner. I concede. Just Gary Cahill free header two one. Fiftieth goal, isn't it? That yeah, you scored. Fiftieth goal of his career, which for centre backs good going, but yeah, just so flipping disappointing. like too easy two, one, mate. Too easy. Away. And it's because we sat back and let them play after we went one up and it's just like it's so disappointing just bruce having to have his little haven't 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 have the last laugh of his tactics and it's like so shit. it's unbelievable we'll get we'll have a couple of really good chances before the break moment I because i think we'll respond to going to one down and um we hit the i think we hit the hit the bar slightly hit it like it grazed it the bar um, a couple of they really, the
0: back, yeah, they hit the back, the like behind the net post, wasn't it? Yeah, from the
1: free kick. <laughs> I was uh, like, oh,
0: it,
1: it was a, there was a couple of really good chances we could not take them. Um, obviously and you were
0: worried at that point, weren't you? Because yeah, yeah. the thing is, the more and more you don't take these chances, you know it's going to bite us in the ass. You're thinking normally we don't create more than two or three chances in an entire ninety minutes. Yet we were creating. You know, t- to be fair, after a little bit of a sulk after the second goal went in, they were after them all over the place. And you're thinking, we don't create too many, so we can't afford to keep wasting and spurning these uh, chances because we know the Bruce look has absolutely and totally ran out. It well, ran out ages definitely. ago. You know, we're, we're not getting. Um, things like we were getting at the beginning of the season where we scored two goals right at the end against Crystal Palace, for example, or the spurs fiasco, etc., etc. So you know that the only way we're going to score mid is by, um, most likely, either opening them up so some a nice little tricky play or by getting the ball out wide, which I'm screaming for all night, get across in and get, you know, get Wilson uh, in, get people around or, or, or something, you know, something like that. But, uh, no, it's, it, it was a frustrating, uh, a frustrating end because although we were getting plenty of possession in, in the matchmate, like it was just the final little bit, the final piece of of, of the jigsaw, and there was no uh, Graeme Jones directing traffic, as it were. Like he was doing so well, I don't understand why he was needed in the in, in the coaching area at the weekend but he wasn't needed in the coaching area today that makes little to no sense to me yeah. you know sums bruce up mate it really does yeah but we'll, we'll get these couple of chances it
1: goes to half time to one and i was thinking right if we can get amongst it get, keep getting chances something will come eventually but this second half, mate, I, I, I expect too much. I really do. I expect too much. We well, expect Champions League, but I expect too, I expect it to be yeah. too yeah for it to push forward and try and get an equaliser because against Crystal fucking Palace at home, fucking hell, man. This second half, Paul was absolutely atrocious. It really was. Palace were more than it's happy timing. for us to have the ball um, because they knew as well as as well as we did. We couldn't do nothing with it. Literally, the ball would go from the goalkeeper to one of the centre-backs. John Joe Shelby would go 25 yards deep to pick it up. He'd stand on the ball for half an hour. He'd boot the ball up to whether it was a striker or he'd hit a defender more often than not. Repeat. Every time we got the ball, mm-hmm. all we would do. Very predictable.
0: The, the other Very thing moment. as well, made that I found really, really frustrating is any time we get a throw-in or something around the box, invariably... The ball doesn't go forward. It doesn't go forward quick. It ends up back to Darlow, who, again, just hoofs it. And it's like gifting the opposition back possession all the time. Again, you know, like I touched on before before we started about the game, we actually had over 61% possession over, over the match. And we've got results from when we've had 15% possession. But to do so little, the second half was so boring. Bruce's answer is to throw on striker after striker after striker and then ask Ryan Fraser to play right back. Or, you know, rather than take off the players who have been absolutely horse shit week in, week out for his entire 18 month, he'll keep on some of his more favourite players and just hoy on another striker. Hoy on uh, Andy Carroll, you know, hoy on Dwight Gill, but I have nobody. I just felt we, we needed to, to stretch it out. They were quite willing to be compact in the middle. You got Cahill there, who likes it to face, uh, and and then we we constantly had Callum Wilson pull over to the right to try and drag somebody out of position to make some space for like a Miggy to run into, which he, he did a couple of he, he did a couple of times, and then he had some chances. But I'm sitting there thinking, I want Callum Wilson in the middle, and I want somebody out wide who can get the ball, really stretch the play, and 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 do something like that, and we just. Didn't it? was either like you say, either John Joe Shelby on a sixpence because that's the only uh, magic trick he's got left in, in, in his Arsenal, or it's back to the goalkeeper. I'm sick and tired of us being useless yeah. at throwing, uh, uh, at, at, yeah. It's just more. and we can see it, mate. So if we can see it, then uh, the horse, the, the Hodgson Rex can see it, yeah, uh, okay. and the Bruce Saurus on the side. It, he can't just, he's the only one can't, that he needs cataract done or something, he's, mate. He's flipping shit. Um I'm he, sick Honestly, of I must be, he must be I'm blind.
1: Absolutely, absolutely sick of Steve Bruce because constantly all we're doing was trying to play through John Joe Shelby and he's not good enough to do what you're asking him to do, which is ping a ball seventy yards at Calm Wilson's feet and have him have him blast the ball in the top corner because Shelby keeps going in keeps coming to too deep for the ball. And then when the ball is actually in midfield, John Joe Shelby rushes into the boxes if he's a centre forward. He's a centre midfielder. Do you know what I mean? And he needs to and he's not a very good He's asking him to control the midfield, but yet he goes to centre-back to pick up the ball. And when he doesn't have the ball, and the ball's going forward, he goes to the centre-forward role. Like, John Joe meant to be an experienced midfielder, and yet he looks like he's, he's never ball played ball. before.
0: He, he, he's he not is. a team player.
1: It's just, it's really bad, mate. And I, I, like, I, I appreciate he scored and it was a great goal, but that is the only thing he's done in... All <sighs> season. Uh, yeah, if you look at if you look at it on paper, he's got an assist and a goal in his last two games. Great. What's he done other than that? Like his his general positioning in, in play is absolutely useless, mate. And like I'm slagging Shelby, but Hendricks exactly the same. He's like a end in the headlights as well, which is a lot like Steve Bruce. The Where, the, where's the leadership, the mate? went to attack, went to defend, went to yeah. press, went not to press.
0: Useless. They the both yeah. need to be dropped. Where where's the leadership? There was nothing from John Joe all fucking night. And this is what I'm saying about command and presence, that you get nothing at all from John Joe Shelby is one of the worst standing captains that we've ever, ever, ever had. I'm not saying Lascelles is the best captain that we've ever had. Far bloody from it when you've got the likes of Shearer, Rob Lee, Gary Speed, to name but a few who've held that armband and held it with distinction. But when you when the, the the chips are down and you're looking for it and you want players to calm down and play a pass, like play football rather than just hoof it up or get it out wide to get a good quality crossing, where is the leadership there? You're right to highlight uh, John Joe Shelby. Apart from his goal, take his goal out, and he was dire. He was terrible last night. But Hendricks, Hendrick, last night was actually, he was actually He's worse. Good. Yeah. Uh, but Steve Bruce, Alex, I don't know whether it's the fact of his age and cataracts. I don't know whether it's the fact that he fancies him, thinks he's cute, whether the fact he tells funny jokes, he Send cooks a like good that. kebab. I don't know what it is, what he has hold of him, whatever. It, it's really pretty irrelevant, right? But regardless, that, that, that meme that we've got that goes around quite often of Steve Bruce looking around and it's, and it's Jeff Hendricks is perfectly sums up the situation, because what does he bring to the team? Nothing. And uh, he nothing. Sh- but, he st- but, but he stays on for so long, even if Steve Bruce does take him off, it's not until late on in the game. Um, there's no right, it's shit at half-time. You know like Bobby used to do? He was famous for it. This isn't working. So what's the point of me continuing to repeat a thing that isn't working? I want to make a double or a triple substitution. and want to bring players off. Or even better, looking at them and thinking, he's played terrible. I'm not going to play him the next game, but he, he gives them chance after chance after chance. And there's other players that likes, and I'm going to say it straight out. And uh, even for people who says, Oh, you just bang on about them all the time. But Matty Longstaff who I, I just don't understand. He would add some much needed bite and steel and desire. Uh, in, into that midfield, and, and I don't get I'll get i get the people messaging. You're banging on about him again. I banged on about Miggy Almiron, and I've championed him to be number 10 umpteen times yeah. before Magpie 24 7, mate. I've 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 spoken to people face to face, I've done it on camera, podcasts, inside the ground, champion Miggy, put him in his right place and sit back. And I think he's a wonderful player when they do. And I've said the say I've said the same about Matty. What is the point? We brought in another lad, and we'll touch on him shortly, and I'm sure he'll come in at the weekend. But we bring somebody else in when we haven't given the players who are already there like a full a full try, if you know what I mean. And we put obstacles up, and I think like Bruce is is stunted development for the players, likes the likes of Sean Longstaff, who were cracking players before he come. But now look at shadow of the former self, yeah. Matty can't get in. He can't if you're Matty Longstaff. You can't get in past John, Joe, Shelby, and Jeff Hendrick in the form that they are in. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be knocking on the door, mate. I'd be Bruce, kicking the door down because doesn't pick players on point? merit.
1: Mate. He doesn't pick players on merit. He just picks mm. his favourites. Or you That's can play. Too true. Or you play this week. Or you trained well today, John, Joe. So you'll play the next ten weeks. That's literally what it is. I mean, John Joe's performance yesterday was very reminiscent of the Newport game, apart from he scored it. The like the other other side of the game, yeah, he yeah, yeah. for most of it, but he scored the goal. Do you know what I mean? And it's like,
0: and you, yeah, and you get all the, all the old sky people. Well, he scored a goal in this that, and the other. Yeah, but look at the rest of the game. What else did he offer? What key pass did he do? What what did he do in his leadership role as captain? None of that, mate. But it. It just seems that certain players right I don't know you know when you're at the at school and somebody brings an apple and puts it on the teacher's desk, he probably brings in a frozen kebab every day and puts it on Steve Bruce's desk. He's just the first name on, on so. the team. And the, yeah it's the it's the first name that's on the team sheet, and I don't understand why he's not that good. Why have we why have we given him a new contract mate? We've got Fabian chairrry. The share is going to be out of contract, right? In the matter of a few months, yet you've tied down John Joe Shelby on eighty grand a week. Eh? What? You know, I I don't know. To to me, mate, for an eighty grand a week player in uh, Shelby and uh, Hendrick might might be on half of that. I don't know. So say for a hundred say for hundred and twenty thousand pound a week. What are we getting back? What are the people at Newcastle yeah. seeing? the coaching team, that says, a little alert in the head says, this is value for money. Because it it's it's not. We've got Graeme Jones stuck up in the bloody stand. Uh, might as well be polishing Lee Charlie's bald head uh, <laughs> for as much shoot as anyone can be up in the bloody stand, man. Um And then we've got Steve Bruce with his hands in his pockets, fondling and doing whatever. I just don't know. He looks properly again And then all you get is the side... Come on, come on. And it's like it, 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 it honestly it's like a it's like a Wervers original ad. It, it's it's like I don't know, it's like every time um Davina McCall comes on the TV, I want to scream. Every time Steve Bruce comes on the TV I want to scream. It's like if I was a player looking at him, I'd be like, Oh, not that cabbage headed bastard again. Is he not gone? How how shit do we have to be? before he's relieved of his duties. And I think all the Everton game has done is buy him a little bit more time. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, 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 just, and it's just made that chip on his shoulder a little bit bigger. And I said on the last podcast um, that I, I'd still think he'll be gone at the end of the season because who in the right minds wants to go into another season like this again? No, really, he
1: would. If we're not taking over, mate, and we don't go down, Steve Bruce will be, ma- be manager of Newcastle United next season. I hope
0: because not, because I've got an no way to pull
1: out, mate. He kisses Mike Ashley's awesome press conferences. Oh, I've got a, re- I've got a great relationship with Lee only and all that. And he's got his mates in the media. That's where Ashley will read read up what's going on with Newcastle United, the media. And you'll see uh, Chris Sutton, you'll see Robbie Savage, you'll see all these little flipping ar- arse- arseholes that... um. Oh, Bruce is a good man. He's doing a great job. Uh, the players aren't good enough. Oh, it's everybody else apart from Bruce. Yet, at Aston Villa, got sacked with the highest budget in the football division. Three wins in thirteen, mate. Yet in the last thirteen games. When Newcastle United, he's got one win that wasn't even his in thirteen games, mate. It's not good enough. And if people could, if people are people's minds are, are, are a little bit encouraged by a, a half against Leeds, a match against Everton, and twenty-five minutes against Crystal Palace. You're delusional. I mean, you look look at the look at the facts. One in eleven. We are going down on that. If we do that again this season, we will be in the bottom three. I know Fulham got beat again tonight. I know Brighton are playing now. When I know. Results went our way again, but
0: luck will run out. Paul, they've got they've still got yeah. half the season. Been goal, man. and go, so- man. And we're not the the, the top and bottom of it is mate, we're not getting anywhere, we're not even getting half of the potential out of this squad at the moment, and, and that's the scariest thing. And oh. all we're getting is Bruce coming out right, and he's saying there's nothing to worry about, we're playing uh, decent enough, the results will come. Will he be still be saying that when we're announced as relegated? Will he be saying that when we're kicking off the championship season next year to Rotherham away, Barnsley away, uh, Coventry away, or you know, other or, or likes? I won't say Sunderland away because they're, they're not going to get up. Um, I have a kick in there for the Magnum. So I do like to wind the Magnum two up, as, as you'll have seen on oh, Twitter yes. recently. <laughs> um, but it's all good fun. It's all good fun. I've got to just distract myself somehow. But um, how long before Steve Bruce takes his head, from up Mike Ashley's arse, from up um Lee Charney's arse, or wherever yeah. else is buried in the sand, wherever, whichever random ass is butt kissing on that day, and looks at the reality, mate, of the situation. Yes, yesterday we had 61% possession. Yes, yesterday we had over 20 shots. However, I think we had six or seven on target. Crystal Palace had six on target. Sorry, six shots, and they had three on, on target. So, and that was enough for them to, to get the, the game done. I personally worried when we went in at half time 2-1 down, looking at the uh, Hodgson, uh, the Hodgson Rex, and I'm sitting there thinking in this Battle of the Dinosaurs, the El Classico of the Jurassic period, I'm sitting there thinking all he's going to do with this second half is get his players to fall over, get his players to time waste, get his players to break the flow of the game up, and he will see it out by any dirty trick in the book, and they certainly did that. You touched before we came on about uh, IU falling down all the time. Um, he was really, really soft. Um, that is, you know, for certain. Um, you wouldn't think he's supposed to be an athletic, tough bloke. He, he was. He was honestly, he was terrible. I didn't know if he had studs on his shoes or if he had just slip-ons or something like that. Because he yeah, just, he, 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 honestly, he was like he was on, he was, oh, he was on ice. He did most likely what Roy Hodgson told him to do, um, okay. and he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't the only one. And I just feared, and it worked out that way. That Hodgson played Bruce like a fiddle. He knew exactly what would happen and then in the second half he's sitting there, he must have been rubbing his little hands together as Bruce was bringing on strikers and taking off the creative players and basically you know, just going with the old lump it to Carroll routine and hope that Dwight Gale gets on the end of something and we score a lucky equaliser and he said well it's four points from, uh, four points from six ain't I great but yeah. uh, no, uh, definitely yeah. Roy Hodgson out-schooled, out-fought and out him. And, now, and it hurts more, mate, because it's against somebody who we were very close to in the table. So it's a double whammy. So, yeah. you know, it, it's kept us down there and it's it's just pushed them further away. And I honestly think now the best we can hope for is where we're currently at.
1: That's it. Well, there's no pushing up on this point, no, mate. Bruce won't, no, this, this is how we are going to get. But, I personally think,
0: Brighton. I personally think, mate, based upon the way that Brighton destroyed us in that game, I can't remember that lad who was playing for them, but he was absolutely shit up a stick. He was so fast, so effective, skillful. We made them look like Barcelona. But I'm worried that even Brighton are going to finish above us. I think, at best, I think we'll probably end up fourth bottom, and that's if Fulham keep helping us, because we are going to need... Help, because I don't think we can help ourselves at at, uh, at present, and it, it hurts me to say that, mate. Because I've always been brought up, look after your own results, don't care what anybody else is doing. If we do the right things, then we'll be okay. But I just think at the moment, uh, unless um, our latest Joe signing comes off fantastically well, I think we're in a a difficult spot with a difficult run of fixtures, and um, I think the pressure is going to turn up again hugely at the weekend if yep. we don't get a win against Southampton. We need a good, solid, confidence-boosting win and performance against Southampton, mate. And we need Graeme Jones from up the stands back into the really technical area.
1: Yeah, pretty much, mate. And there's one point I want to uh, go, like follow on from from what you see. Uh, Hodgson did school Steve Bruce, you're right, mate. You're bang on because... Mm-hmm. Steve Bruce has uh, tried, if there's any identity he's tried to put on this team and he's failed dramatically with, is try and grind out results. Roy Hodgson showed Steve Bruce exactly, and I mean to to a T, exactly how to grind out a result away from home. Steve Bruce has tried that for the best part, of 18 to 20 months, being at this football club, and yet Roy Hodgson showed him how to do it last night. Be clinical with your chances, rough and tumble, get amongst it, be compact, be narrow, be hard to break down and, yeah, and then break it, break, break up the floor of the game. It. And yeah. It, yeah, it it's one of the like he, he scolded me in every which way. Uh Palace did everything. It was a great tactical performance from Palace last night. It really was. We had more of the ball. It was a tactical decision for us to have more of the ball because they knew we playing one way and one way only. It was either it was either to Shelvy and put the ball up or to flip and and put the ball up. Pick your the choice.
0: It's, it's a good point you raised there, though, mate. You know, he did sort of give up possession for controlling the game. And if you think about it, how many games this season have we bossed the possession? I would say this is probably the, one of the first times that we have bossed the possession. And we look like a team who wasn't used to bossing possession. It Watch was just like...
1: We weren't in control we,
0: at any yeah, point. We, we we're like... Once we used up our one or two party tricks, we haven't got party trick three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, so we can mix it up so that so the defenders don't know. Well, are they going to go? Are they going to cut in? Are they going to go out wide? Are they going to try and play it through the middle? Are they going to try and play it over the top? Are they going to play for a set play? You know, you need to be able to change the tactics up, mate. But yesterday, as you've touched upon, we had one plan and one plan only, and that and that was, Shelby ping. Shelby Hendrick back to the keeper ping. That was it. That was that was the entire plan, and and it did not change for the entire ninety. And all I was asking for was where's a plan B, a C, a D, an E, and an F. Come on, you're supposed. To, no this is your full-time job. You're supposed to be professional footballers. Mix it up a little bit. So have five minutes running at them through the middle. Then right, we're going to focus on a bit of wing play now. Yeah. Pull them in different places. Get them thinking in the head. You know, like Cahill, he isn't the most mobile. But if you're playing You've in front lost, of him... to
1: cross the ball in the middle, mate. <laughs> you know, you what I know what I mean?
0: mean? He's but in. it's He's so fit. frustrating, mate, because we can see that. We just... Please, mix it up a little bit. You've got the possession. Mix up the plan and see if they can cope with different types of football. If if, if crossing isn't working, will little one-touch triangles work? If one-touch triangles isn't, isn't worked... Will a ball over the top? Can we try and exploit and get runners into uh, either of their flanks? Can we exploit the fact that Cahill is like a JCB in in the middle? He's not very quick. He's not very agile. He's slow. Uh, You know what I mean? There was none of that, mate. And there was no, like, you could just see Bruce stood there the entire game just with that look, just rubbing his face occasionally, hands back in the pockets doing goodness knows what else, chomping on a Werther's original... No leadership, no passion. And well, uh, at the weekend we we saw Graham co- you know come down, he was quite you know, quite talkative and the hand gestures were there and he was trying to change things and he was like trying to mix up the set plays, none of that, mate. Not Him banished world. to the stands and the rest that's of Steve Castle restored. It was literally serviced as normal, resumed, yeah, and um,
1: back down. <laughs> earth. That's, that's like the yeah. name of the podcast, back to normal.
0: Yeah. Back to the back down to earth with a chuffing bump.
1: Yeah, pretty much, mate. And honestly, man, it's it's just so frustrating because Bruce's response to desperation and trying to nick a point wasn't change the play up like you mentioned. There, mix it up with possession. His his answer was, "Oh, more attackers up the field, but we'll play the same, but more attackers up the field." So he takes a right back off, how a forward, forward. Uh, get takes the midfield off, another forward on. At the end of the game, I think we had three defenders and the rest were strikers. So uh, Shelby was probably in the middle, but as I touched on before, he was either too deep or too far forward. So that was Shelby's game, and it's just like it's schoolboy stuff. It's, it's not too easy. It's not even it's not even coached at kids' level to put the ball up like that with two with five ten minutes to go because nothing else has worked. Or it'll work because Andy Carroll's on. Or it'll work because Gales on now. It's like it's such shit management from a shit football manager, Paul. Honestly, it's an insult that he's called one. It really is. Um sick and tired of the way he goes on. And gotta be honest, mate. Like in terms of midfield, the way it's been for the majority of the season, Bar and Everton, of course, but Bruce will probably say that'll be his get out with jail free card now. Oh, but remember Everton, oh come, we'll play out with it against Everton. We'll play, like, we'll well against Everton. You know, Everton, Everton, Everton. We'll probably hear that for the next five weeks now. as we'll get beat every foot yeah, week as we, we get you know? relegated.
0: Yeah, yeah. But remember Everton lads, one one one, twenty nine points. relegated. we'll remember Everton. Like I said, when, when we're when we're playing down at the New York Stadium or we're playing at Hillsborough next year. Yeah, we, we can we can happily then. Think and reminisce about uh, good times that we've had at uh, Goodison and the likes. It's, it's not <laughs> good enough. It's small-minded feebleness. That is yeah, what it is. It's a it, mentality, mate. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, it's just reverting back to type. He didn't like the, the 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 press conference. He didn't like the the questions about Graham Jones. So he's like, right, I am going to assert my authority and my my stature at this club. And, and, and he's just shy. like he's like that boy with the shiny new ball who won't share it with anybody else. Just a greedy, selfish uh, old bastard. He needs to be put out of pasture. The football he plays, I've joked about it, but it is, it belongs in the Jurassic period. It's of a Correct. bygone it's thing. Football, and, mate, it's and, a and, against football. Yeah, it, it, it is. And the thing is, he needs to stand by and let the next generation come in. And we've said it umpteen times in this podcast, if he cares about the football club, as he says he does, like he said that his family, um you know, does, and all of this stuff, the the little uh, sound bites that sound good before you before you take an appointment and this, that, and the other. If that is true, and we know that Steve Bruce does like a good lie, don't we? But if it's true, then do the honourable thing and and leave the football club because you are a toxin in the football club that is ultimately going to see us relegated mate now if you oh. care I don't, I don't give a damn if, if i'm sitting there and i'm paid i don't know a million pound two whatever to manage Newcastle. it's an honor and a privilege now if i thought for a second that i was affecting that and affecting the likelihood of us being successful staying up even down to the takeover if i thought shit my lack of whatever or my best not being good enough if that's going to affect the takeover that's if that's going to affect this club if if me relegating this club is going to put i don't know the tea lady out of a job or some of the kitmen out of a job you know what i don't care that i'm getting paid a million or 2 million pounds i've earned a lot of money i've i've put it away blah 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 his kids are all up and stuff you would just Especially with me, I'd, say, I'd, I'd 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 say for, for the love that i've got for this club uh, it's it's not working, and I want to give my successor the maximum amount of time to come in and save it. Because we all know what happened when Rafa come in, mate. He come in too late. We all know what happened with Shearer. Again, ditto, too late. This club, and uh, this is at Lee Charney once more, does not know on anything how to be decisive. It, it promised better communication this season, mate. The communication has got worse. He does not know how to take a decisive decision. We're talking about players that we've chased all January. We're leaving it until five minutes before the deadline to get a loan over, over the line. We've got players on our books who've been here for years on ridiculous contracts like Ash, Ashlaf uh, Lazar on, you know, 35, 40 grand a week. Who signed them deals off? It's because they were cheap at the time, but you didn't think, ah, oh, well, what if that actually is shite? There's no forward thinking at this club. No. Anybody with half it a is, brain cell yeah. and an affection for the club, mate, can see what's happening. Yet Lee Charney, I don't know whether he's furloughed himself or what he's doing, but he's been missing an action for far too long. The book stops with him. He's got to start thinking. And, and looking and protecting our club it just seems to me like that they don't care about our club because if they did and I've said if it was me mate, mate, if it was me I'd have fallen on my sword and said for the for the love and the affection and the respect that I've got for this club I want to leave now let somebody get the feet under the table who may be able to do better uh, because I may be part of the problem at the football club yeah but no nasty. That's why I, That's why on, on social media I've, I've called him a plastic Geordie. I've called Lee Charlie probably worse than a plastic Geordie. Um, these men do not have the interest of new... We know Mike Ashley doesn't.
1: Just themselves. Uh, he's, a, yeah.
0: he's not from the area. Just but, themselves. Uh, um, Steve Bruce, Lee Charlie have no affection, no loyalty to this football club uh, and they are a, a part of the problem and they are poisonous and cancerous. Uh, and, and to be fair... Uh, you know, this season, we have spent money. We have spent some some good money. Well, that's we it. spent it some good money, money before back. Bruce came in. So he can, he, you can sit there and go, well, do you remember Everton? And my re- retort to that would be, do you remember how much money you spent? And we struggled for goals. Do you remember how much trust you put and faith you put in Joe Linton? And I was reading back on the, the match reports for the Crystal Palace game down at Sellers Park in November. And he said, This This is the start. His exact words were, This is the start. You're, you're going to start to see the real Joe Linton. Oh. Are we really? Are we really? <laughs> so that quote will be coming out on social media again, Charlie, because that was exactly what he said after that game. And assisting the goal, you're starting to see the real Joe Linton. 40 million quid, mate, and he's absolutely useless. And that just sums up. That sums up Steve Bruce and his entire tactical approach, his approach on, on uh, transfers, his way that he handles the ownership, the way that he speaks to the press, his disgust for the fan base, calling them keyboard warriors and everything else like that. The man is an yeah. absolute disgrace. And we and the thing is, for those people, and the keyboard warriors or whatever you want to call them, the real ones who were saying, oh, they're only upset because they lost the game and they were, they were jumping around uh, when they beat Everton, we said after Everton, one win, one swallow doesn't make the summer. One win doesn't make everything A-OK and rosy in the garden because we remember every single bad decision, bad choice, bad selection, bad word he's had for the, the fans, bad words he's had for, for icons of the club like Rafa Benitez. Even people who aren't connected to the club, who he slagged off and chucked under the bus, a la Eddie Howe. So no, this we're not overreacting. We were saying even after the win, we still wanted Bruce out. We, st- we- Yeah, we still want Bruce out. We've never wanted Bruce in.
1: No, pretty much. I've never wanted Bruce in at any point in his tenure, mate. It's only, <coughs> only since like, a couple of games into this season, I've been saying Bruce out. Um, I, I bet I
0: be- not even Mrs. Bruce wants Bruce in. Are <clears> you <throat>
1: <laughs> but um no the one last thing i want to touch on on the game before we talk about joe wilkin and, and stuff like that and uh in a couple of other things is that um the milahojovic tackle now i don't understand oh my how word. I, I don't even understand how this didn't go to VAR because his his foot is is nigh on it's halfway up his leg and this should be a it should be a stonewall red card i mean milahojovic lumps out of a team he had three or four flipping clattering challenges arguably could have been off before this challenge and he makes his challenge Paul, it's not even looked at not, not even looked at he could have broke, broke wilson's leg and vr don't even look at it what's the point in VAR if they're not going to look at challenges like that
0: that is a clear as red card mate as, as you want i don't care whether it's back in the 90s generation the noughties or now It is a red card. His foot, his trailing foot was up halfway up up his leg, well over where the ball was ever going to be. That was, I mean, I'm all for you know how much of a David Batty mark I am. I love some of the stuff David Batty got up to in the day, right? 99% of the time, it was very, very good tackling and stuff like that. But you can tell, mate, when somebody's just trying to be a nasty bastard and trying to do something, he was trying to prove a point and, and to send a message out by that tackle. I am disgusted in this vr it, it's it's not been used to me in the way that it was advertised beforehand but for something as obvious as that when we've had things pulled back and checked for, for absolutely nothing for like minimal things with the width of a hair or something like this or uh, questionable offsides or we had the do you remember the sean longstaff one it was a red card and it wasn't a red card yeah. Um yeah, they've all been reviewed. So that red card that shot cuz Sean made a lot of noise when he was tackled and the red card came out. It turned out that the player who was allowed to play on scored the goal in extra time. Now, why I mean, y- y- you saw it in the match. It was a it I didn't need the replay. I knew. But I'm just I'm just relieved and I, and I said on the view from the van we should be, feel very very lucky that he isn't seriously injured because if you imagine Newcastle, he's, he's scored to me like 60-odd percent of all of our goals this season. You take him out for the season with a broken leg and you're going to be playing up top with, uh, well, possibly Gale. He doesn't seem to like Gale anymore. So Andy Carroll um, up top or Joe Linton. That is a scary format. mate. That is how oh, close we are riding to the skin. And this is a squad that Lee Charnley... And um Steve Bruce are happy with you've got an unhappy Matt Ritchie, you've got an unhappy Sean Longstaff. There's rumors about Dubravka not being happy. Fabian Cher wants a new contract. I doesn't know why he hasn't been. We had um the issues with the the work permits. We had there's so many problems at this football club that it's it it's it's, it's a, un, un, unbelievable. But, We're in such a mess, but yeah, hundred percent. That should have been a red card, and you don't know how the game could have turned on that one decision. So that's why this was brought in in the first place to stop contentious decisions. Yet that one's fine. You, nobody yeah. can tell me ridiculous. otherwise. It's a red all day.
1: Yeah, it is ridiculous. Nothing you know, VEO needs to sort the shit out because it's in because of things like that. That is a it, it's a it's a really bad foul. And it could have been, and if Wilson's leg had broke, we would have been in dire straits because we went from very minimal goal threat to no goal threat at all. I think We're he's got,
0: accepted relegation, he relegation
1: on the spot. He got another assist last night, man. Paul, I think he's got like 70 percent uh, assists or goals of our 70%. total goal this season, which tells you everything you need to know how important Callum Wilson is. But the last thing I want to touch on, mate, was um, the Jones situation because our. I've never came across such a petulant child in my life. Graeme Jones got punished for showing a bit of fight, having a bit of tactical nous, and beating Everton. All because Steve Bruce didn't get the didn't get the credit off the fans for it. The the fans rightly praised Graeme Jones because they went to his system from Luton. He he steadied the ship against Everton and it got worth first win. Oh, Graham- are you but, sure?
0: Are you sure? Not if you listen to Brucey, of course we've been working on this for weeks. We've been working on this for a long time. It's it's, it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence that that Graham's come in and his his results and form and formation and positioning on the park has changed. That is a mere coincidence if you listen to Steve Bruce. Honestly, mate, he he talks more shit than a than a politician caught with the yeah, pants
1: down. Even, even, he's, um, even the players made him look out to be a hypocrite because Shelby says after the Everton game, we've been working on this for a couple of days, which has the timeline of Graham Jones. Do you know what I mean? Like It, it yeah. does. It just makes, it's just Bruce being a complete egomaniac please give us credit. Please, please give us credit. It was my, it was my idea. It was my idea. The four formations I, I tried before and didn't work, but this one did. I promise. That's, that's the vibe I get. He's like, a, he's like, attention seeking. Desperate, desperate for that bit of, desperate for that bit of uh, empathy from the fans. It's, it's pathetic, mate, it really mm-hmm. is, because Graham Jones came in and gave us something, he gave us an identity in one game. And I see more from Graham Jones, by the way, a Luton reject, someone who couldn't make it at the bottom end of the championship, make Steve Bruce look... <laughs> no, like, no, Steve Bruce. <laughs> he made Steve Bruce in one game from 18 months of work look invalid useless, yep. what was the 18 month when you could just get someone like Graham Jones who could have given an identity in a better 18 month than we've just had and he yep. just came out of Bournemouth for, for for 200k as part of the coaching staff and he's made Steve Bruce look very very average but Bruce had to have his little have his have his way had to have, make it all about him and the in thing that it is- changes the shape and it's exactly the same as it yep. was back to normal shit
0: back to normal Bruce Ball it's back to Bruce Ball it really is and the, the thing is as, as a manager and as any sort of leader it's about getting the best from the tools that you've got and your colleagues that you've got round you to get the best to give the best to the fans and the thing is if, if you're chasing for adulation of the fans he is never going to get it he's he, to, to all the yeah. fans he's been brought in he's a puppet of the regime, he came in and he was happy to be given a shoestring uh, wage. He was happy to walk into to Rafa Benitez's shoes, his club, his players, his team, and all of this sort of thing. Right? I know Rafa left at the end of his contract, but he was happy to go in there. He calls himself a Geordie. Meanwhile, all Geordies were against Mike Ashley, but he's happy to to, to play <laughs> to, to play, Yeah, to play to play yeah. the tune. The yeah. Mike actually uh, wants and wants and demands. If he's after the respect and adulation of the fans, after well, what he's called Rafa, after what he's softball. called the fans, he's called the fans worse than shit. He Do you has. think he's going to get it? And then you you've got the Jordi Guardiola who's gone in again, lad from uh, Gateshead and stuff, come in at the Gateshead or the Jordi uh, Guardiola who's who's coming in and all he's showing, mate, is a little bit of heart, passion, belief common sense, and he can say everything that we've seen, and he's just trying to sort a few problems out. Bruce should be accepting and, and, and liking the fact that he's getting help to sort out the problems, but instead, his own ego won't let that settle. because Yeah, he's got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got such an arrogance. If he can't sort it himself, he doesn't want anybody else. And if you notice, the rest of his coaches are scared shitless to come off the bench. And that's probably because they've known him for so long, and he knows that he doesn't like it. You know, you, yeah, what, you, you make what? you make the joke though. You, you made the joke about Luton. Steve Agnew, Steve Steve Clemens, Steve, what use Steve Clements? a bottom end
1: championship manager. What use of Steve Agnew or what use of Steve Stephen Clements? The the no. all shit. They don't bring anything to the coaching team. Nothing in nineteen months. I've never seen Agnew or Clements do anything. Or Bruce No. just stuck in the little way Steve mate. Follow follow Bruce and that's it. Whereas. Yeah. Graham Jones has came in and he's tried to make something different and he got punished for it, mate. He got sent to the flipping stands. It's so petulant. And it's, under Bruce, it's like school. It's it's like school better, isn't it? Because you, you, you look on the face of it, mate, and under Bruce, where it's had no help from Graham Jones, we haven't won in a long time. And Jones came in, give her a little bit of hope, something to cling on to, and he got punished for it by, by Bruce. So Bruce wants the final laugh. He wants, he wants everything his way so the final it's all his way now yeah you know
0: he's, he's put the the rest of the nails in the coffin mate he might as well go and put the final bastard one in the coffin as well eh? and then yeah. just finish us off and kill us off totally um he needs to sit there and realize that not one man ever has had all the answers to all of the problems that face him and it's about accepting that other people will have different skills and strengths and different answers to um, the questions that that you've been stumped on for a while, it's not a, a case of weakness accepting help that is there. It's paid help. I mean, I found it hilarious that he, he probably would have been fired t- today um, <laughs> if he'd have still been down Bournemouth, If he would have probably been relieved of his duties, so Mike actually's probably wasted two hundred grand. But um, no, don't don't waste the man up in the stands where he can't be as effective. Don't give him a watching brief. If you want to give somebody a watching brief, mate, ask Steve Harper to go up there. Ask agnew Ask Clemens. Ask somebody else. He and could I just get think,
1: up there, to be honest.
0: Well, he could do, and I probably, I think he'd probably enjoy polishing uh, Lee Charnley's bald nut uh, and stuff, and it, <laughs> you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, what's the point of setting this this person on? I knew there were going to be issues when I saw in that press conference, and they were asking him about it, and he went. hmm, what what's your comments about the praise he's been getting? Inspired choice. Oh, I saw and the attitude that came off that lad. Pathetic. Yeah, I just thought you you're just an absolute. I mean, I used to be in charge of behaviour at, at, at a school, and I've seen petulance, and I've seen those sort of looks from some of the kids. This not from a, Paul away. It, it, <laughs> it should be it should be claiming his pension. This bloke. so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is it, if, Newcastle. If he gets paid off at Newcastle. Oh, it, it's just ridiculous. And then after the game, you see that uh, Alex Bruce is out on the defensive. He's banning oh. everybody. He's going off the Bruce out hashtag and he's banning oh. people left, right and centre. Childish. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, we haven't got much time to, um, to feel sorry for ourselves because it, there's a make or break ninety as Mick Lowe's used to say a make or break 90s coming up Southampton at home on a bad run after an arse kicking we need the points we need another three points we need to get up to the mid-20s and, and start thinking about an assault toward the 30 points have, happening? Southampton have got loads of injuries
1: they've just been humped 9-0 nine, nine nil off Man United but they'll still turn us over there we will beat mm. us by two or three. We're the
0: gift. We're the gift. If you haven't scored in ages, we let you strike a score. Look what happened at Villa. Brentford Reserves, Paul, man. Yeah. Do you know Brentford, what I mean? Well, exactly. Brentford Reserves, <laughs> Sheffield United, mate. There were another one. Adam won in ages. Newcastle will gift you three points. So so we'll, feel sorry for
1: and again, but yep. it's back
0: to it's as I say, it's back to
1: normal. Back to feeling flat about the football team. Back to just feeling nothing about the about the team again. It's just, it's just so depressing, mate. But um, the one bit of news, which which you could probably call positive this week, was the the longest transfer deadline day in human history, and Newcastle ended it literally the second it ended. Announced Joe Willock. And um, so, the way it all did, to announce out to Lone after Bruce was like, Oh, well, we could, we're going to be really busy today. It's you who said times are trial, Do we not make he's flipping shitty attitude again? And, um, yeah, we'll bring in Joe Willock. And obviously, obviously, Joe Willock's a he's a, he hasn't had many starts, but again, mate, uh, this thing, remember what he said about Jet Jetro Villems. Oh, he hasn't played enough games. And then he proceeds to jo- loan in Joe Willock, who's had one Premier League start. I mean,
0: just look at that hypocrite, man, Paul. Uh, yeah, he does, he does it all the time. I mean, I had to laugh when uh, Mikel Arteta was speaking about the deal in Edu, and they were saying that he's gone to Newcastle to work with a top-quality manager. And my reply straight back <laughs> underneath yeah. it, I was like, are we getting a new manager? Is who's new coming one? in, Like, Are you in <laughs> the know? <laughs> Do you ever KFC? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like, oh my word! I mean, yeah, I think he's—he he seems a keen, eager lad. I, I yeah. remember watching him on a lot of Thursday nights uh, last season, mate. And he did—he did particularly catch my eye. He's a box to box, clever midfielder. Oh, We've yeah. been missing that. But one thing I will say, mate, if you're Sean or Matty Longstaff, you're pissed off with that with that transfer yeah, going
1: through. But at the end of the day, mate, I think it's a it, it is someone we need a box to box midfield. That's just a case of whether he's good enough with how bad and how immobile Hendrick slash Shelby he is. He's going to have to be the second coming of Jesus to actually be really yeah. effective.
0: Our man. midfield balance is absolutely oh, fucking ghastly. It really, really is. And I put down on on, on our Facebook page today, um, and on our Twitter, um. I, I I would I would I'd start him at the weekend. I'd play him and Hayden in front of him. I, I'd play Miggy uh, through the the middle as is a, is a ten, and I'd play Fraser and ASM either side. ASM has to be ready. He's had the minutes and his legs now. He's had uh, a good amount of training for a, maybe a fortnight or something like that. We need uh, your ASMs of the world to step up make the difference. Uh Fraser's got some more minutes and seems to be getting a little bit of consistency. He hasn't been well recently, we were led to believe. So perhaps he was so a little bit off, off, off
1: Lion press conferences. Um lying press conferences to make you think he isn't playing. And then all of a sudden wait for it. He's playing. That's yeah. the brute
0: psychology. Fruit oh. <laughs> <Bruce laughs> ball. ball. Okay, now. Bruce, it's um Bruce. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's shocking. It, it is, is absolutely it is. shocking. But let, let's hope. I mean, we we, we certainly hope that this George does better than the last Joe we signed. Um, he can't yeah. do much worse. Let's 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 face it. As he sits there on the bench, after getting his knuckles wrapped about his haircut and all of that. Yeah, um, getting... I hope. Yeah, I hope he comes in uh, this new lad, and just gives us something else different. Because our major problem, mate, our major problem is the centre of midfield um, and it's all to do with the with the setup and stuff like that, but I hope he understands how big and how crucial huge of a game it is this weekend. Uh, hits the ground running. It would be fantastic if he could score a goal. Um, <laughs> I'm clutching at straws now. I, I really, really am, but I'm just absolutely desperate. I don't want us getting dragged any further into this relegation battle, mate. I'll no. take fourth bottom now. I will take fourth bottom all day long. Because that's yeah. that's what, that's what yeah. Mike Ashley and all of his all of his not so merry men have reduced me to that the fact that I'm desperate to snap your hand off for of fourth bastard bottom. It Sad is. time.
1: It's disgraceful, mate, it really is, but Hopefully Willa can come in at the weekend and, and give us something different and hopefully we can get back to positivity again, mate, because the Negativity podcast is back. Uh, is that, is, is that the name podcast now? Welcome to Negativity. Um, Magpie 24-7 presents Negativity featuring mm-hmm. Kyle and Paul. But <laughs> Honestly, mate, I, I'm sick of doing the Negative podcast, but it just keeps adding up. Bruce yeah. needs to go, but we know he won't go, so obviously we'll see you at the weekend. But if there's anything you want to add, Paul... Um, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Like
0: yeah, it's 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 just like you said. We we would love another positive one. I mean, we, we rattled on for what an hour and a half on, on the last one, a positive one. It was great. It 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 did great with numbers and stuff like that. And speaking of which, everything else, all of the socials from by Twenty Seven still doing brilliant. Facebook's bubbling away, Twitter's bubbling away, Instagram. We're starting to get the groundwork away on a, yeah, a few more. different other things and projects. So per- personal stuff, it's going great. It would just be fantastic if Newcastle could serve us up um, a few nice treats between now and the end oh, of the season. All no. with the
1: game, loads of people getting involved, interacting. The place was bouncing. Do you know what I mean. First time in a long time, Twitter was a healthy place to be, and yeah, it was just it was just all around good. And they bring them back down to flipping square one with that performance. I just, I just hope we can get a couple of wins and stay in the league, mate. And then hopefully, arbitration can happen or settled out arbitration. Whatever you let to believe and crack on from there, mate. But um, if that's everything, mate, I'll uh, I'll I'll wrap it up there.
0: Yeah, uh, like you say, fingers crossed for the weekend. And uh, let's see if we can cheer the lads on and uh, get three points.
1: Yeah, let's hope, mate. But um, <laughs> I right, love yous and leave us for now. Have a good week. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Actually, we'll be able to do the podcast on Saturday, Paul, because it's a free podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah Saturday night. And uh, if there's a man in a van uh, or uh, KT Ramblings before then, it will be on the Facebook page. Or if you're not involved with Twitter, Instagram, uh, or Facebook do get involved one in there every day uh, through posts and videos and stuff. So uh, yeah, if um, I'll not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to drag this on too long. So I'll uh, I'll catch everyone, I'll catch you all <laughs> later. And uh, yeah, have a good week, everyone, and see you later. Keep it.